Well, this is a special treat for everyone involved. The Monday Mass is coming at you uh, internationally. I'm Chris Cote. Uh, hey, I'm Todd Richards, and, and Chris is, you're in Brazil. That's right. I'm uh, at Macumba Beach. It's uh, one of the beaches in Rio de Janeiro. It's actually right in the line of, it's, it's one beach up from Ipanema, which is one beach up from Copacabana. So I'm right in the zone, bro. And you're there for like the next eight to ten weeks? I moved here. I, I thought I told you. Yes, I live in I live in Brazil now. It's it's a you know, it's a different kind of lifestyle, but I really enjoy it. No, I'm here for the ISA World Junior Surfing Championships, the best eighteen and under surfers from all over the world, which we'll get to in surf news, but basically, uh, why is it doing that? Basically, uh, I've been here for about four days, five days, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be here for about five more days. The contest is it has 365 people in it and double elimination, so these these things take a while. It's been it's been good though, really good surfing, long days. This is straight up commentary boot camp, but it's entertaining. Like the whole the whole time has been entertaining. Well, that's that's good, and you know what else is entertaining? A colossal ad block. Oh, yeah. Well, let's get right into it. You know what? I actually did some pre-homework. And what do you mean? I, uh, I hit up our homie, ripping snowboarder, surfer, Mammoth Mountain marketing master, Gabe Taylor, to give us a little report. Give us a little mountain report as to what's been happening up there in Mammoth Mountain. You want to just go ahead and start with presenting yeah, by... Yeah, let's roll the tape. All right, hold on. I'm going to roll the tape. One sec. What is up? Monday Mass. This is Gabe Taylor checking in from Mammoth Mountain. Absolutely gorgeous day up here at 9,000 feet. A couple light clouds. Puff of wind from the southwest. We got some snow early on. We had opening day about two weeks ago. Conditions have been... You know, I think my kid called them a little sus for the opening period, but they've gotten way better. Uh, temps have been cold. We've been able to blow a bunch of snow. We've had some more natural snow. We have a little storm coming through. What's today? Tuesday, Wednesday night into Thursday, which looks, I'd say, promising. I put the over-under at about five inches. Take what you want from that. Um, but, man, it's so much fun out there, given kind of what we have, the cold temps, our snowmaking team is absolutely insane. And here's where it really gets fun, is the park. Todd, I know you want to hear about Forest Trail, uh, Main Park, and all of our park offerings soon, soon. Uh, Main Park will be open top to bottom on Thursday, and I've seen the features that the guys are going to put in there, and it looks so sick. It looks so sick. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, that's the report, and I hope you guys are getting some waves. Chris, crackle it for me, and Todd, keep that Colorado Reef firing. Peace. And we're back. Thank you so much. Gabe Taylor, our guy on the hill in Mammoth Mountain. I cannot wait to get to Mammoth as soon as possible. I'm sure you're in the same boat there, Todd. Are you Are you feeling that like uh, snow itch yet? I've got several itches. <laughs> One of them happens to be because I would really like to go snowboarding, but I've got this internal rule that I don't go snowboarding until it's kind of good. It's kind of like 
like you don't try to ride a new surfboard on like a little day yeah you know because you get a bad taste so i'm kind of just waiting for it to get be popping i think we're gonna get going here with some big national storms in you know the next couple weeks yeah well i'm, I'm so the flip side big naturals right now i'm the flip side of that I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna try to get involved as early as possible to get warm-ups in mammoth is don't open don't get hurt before going to japan no way tours i'm not getting hurt all right um, Mammoth is open. It's popping. They're they're blasting snow all over the place, and uh, I've, I've I've heard other other than Gabe's rave review. I've heard other people with rave reviews. Strider was Lucy was up there slashing some stuff. So it's all happening. Mammoth wide open at Mammoth Mountain. Go there. Pedal Electric at Pedal Electric. These are the best e bikes in the business. Todd, you and I have been with Pedal Electric now for years. We can attest to the torque. To the look, the style, the flow, the speed, the power. Pedal Electric's got shocked. it all. I, I figured out how to unlock all the torque in the bike, mm. which may may not be the best thing for us to do that. I'm keeping mine stock. I, I'm just going to trust in the stock dimensions. There's, like I figured out the – like I went online and I figured out the way to get into the hidden menu of the Pedal Electric to unleash all the torque. And it's it, there's a lot of torque. Like now it wants to do wheelies all the time. So i got to dial back the torque. But yeah. there's a lot of power there at your fingertips. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it for sure. I can't wait to get home and ride my pedal around town. Vessel Shipping at Vessel.com. Uh, this is where you make your friends and family that you don't live next to really happy by sending them. I mean, send anything because anytime you get a good piece of mail these days is a good time. And thanks That's to, what my wife says. That's, that's what she said. Vessel.com. Is a simple, easy, affordable, effective way to ship. For dummies like Todd and I who aren't that good at stuff like that, it's very easy for us. So thank you, Vessel.com. 1620 Workwear at 1620 USA. Give the gift of durable USA-made work clothing to those who you know who have actual hard jobs, who don't just sit in a air-conditioned commentator booth in Brazil all day for people what are you who talking about, dude? And people don't realize how gnarly it is to like sit there and be on all day long okay you're right I'm pretty amazing I mean it's not like you're moving you know you're not putting up drywall but like it's definitely mentally taxing oh for sure and well and get this so I am I now I now have found my new favorite travel pants they're these 1620 workwear pants they're like Kind of stretchy. They're not too thick, not too thin. They have great pockets to keep all your stuff safe on the plane. So, um, yeah, I guess they're not just for hard work. They're also for travel and leisure. At 1620USA. Mint Tours. At Mint Tours. Todd, it's on. I just watched a video on Instagram. about no, you the, sent it the, to you. Oh, I sent you a YouTube video yesterday you? of how good it was last year with Ingemar and Chato. I'm so hyped. I can't believe we're going. Like I feel like they're going to pull the rug out from under us at the last second. No way. We got our tickets. We're ready. Okay. We're doing right. it. Machu Picchu Energy at Machu Picchu Energy. What? Listen to this. What? Just cracked a fresh Machu Picchu Energy. This is the Yerba Mate Ocean Citrus. Here we go. Here we go. Um, energy. What time is day. it? What time is it in America? 1.15 p.m. What time is it over there in Brazil? 6.15 p.m. Mm. 
Weird, right? We're all international yeah. and shit. Hanson Surfboards at Hanson Surfboards. You know the drill. Go in there and buy your friends and family something cool. I feel like a Hanson's t-shirt is a great gift for anybody. And also, if you live in Encinitas, shop local. Come on. You know it. We know it. Keep it local. No need to go to the internet. Go to Hanson Surfboards. And also, you know, all the snow stuff you need, rentals, gloves, boots, gear, etc. It's all there now for you. You could go in there with your phone and take pictures of stuff and send it to your friends and family for your Christmas list. I'm just saying. Beneath Apparel at BN3TH Apparel. Todd, I got us some great stuff for our trip. Talk we about get us. I got us like the long underwear, pants, and long sleeve shirts for undergarments. And of course, there's no better underwear to travel in than Beneath Apparel. I actually brought uh, a bunch of pairs down here for some of my friends. So now... Uh, our Beneath Apparel team has stretched out into Argentina, Chile, Mexico, and uh, I actually gave I, I gave a friend from Japan a pair of Beneath Apparel underwear too. I always bring extras, not used, they're new in the package for my friends when I go on trips, so they're all sponsored now too. Dang. Yeah, what else we got here? Bubs Naturals, at Bubs Naturals. You know I brought that with me. I got the travel packs, and I've been on my same program in Brazil that I am at home at Bub's Naturals. Feeling good, feeling great. What about uh, what about this Bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce at Tribe? Yeah, you Bachan's. ever heard of Bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce? Oh my gosh, I wish I had it here because Brazil is the land of beef, and while their seasoning down here is wonderful, I do have a hankering for some Bachan's. Well. Guess what, Chris? There's a lot of it when you come back here. It's everywhere. Try it on all your favorite Christmassy disc dishes. If you sponsor, if you sell what, whatever, put it on your meat. Mmm. Yeah. Put it on. Your Is meat. that it? Panic and coffee and tea at Panic and coffee oh, yeah. and tea. Holiday cake. Let's go, dude. That's. I mean, that's all you need to say, really. You, we yeah. we all know how good the coffee is. It's been great since 1968. Holiday, Holiday cake, cake is back. That's all we want to know about. We're still working on a collab with Panikin and Monday Mass and potentially the art of Scrojo. I'm putting that out there. I'm manifesting it. At New Greens, I'm staying healthy on my travels. I've been putting New Greens in my water every day as well, and I'm feeling great. I just talked for 11 hours straight, and I'm about to talk for another hour with you. And that's, even tell. That's thank you to At New Greens for keeping me Happy and healthy. Diecutstickers.com. You know it. It's all one word. At diecutstickers.com. D-O-T-C-O-M. They make the best stickers in the world. They make custom stickers. They make our stickers. They make your stickers. They make Bachan stickers. They make everybody's stickers. Okay. Well, let's get right into it. Uh, surf News brought to you by Hanson Surfboards. Todd, I'm down here for the ISA World Junior Surfing Championships. It's going off. The waves are super fun. Uh, like I said, there's 365 surfers. This is the best of the best, 18 and under, and then 16 and under, boys and girls. Uh, the, the, the new teams that are competing this year are pretty rad. I just met a couple of them. Team Romania is here. Uh, Hungary has a squad. I just watched uh, two lot trolls from Seaside Reef just go off from Team Finland and Team Sweden. It's just super rad because it's it's like everybody that's here is excited to be here. They're super happy to be competing. Um, the ISA is treating 
the staff, us, and all the surfers really well. And the little town we're in is super rad. Like, I've been walking the streets <laughs> every day and night. And it really is a, it's a feast for the senses, the sights, the sounds, the smells. I went to this insane samba party. Are you still listening to Bossa Nova music? Yeah, yeah I'm listening. Am I still listening to what? Bossa Nova. talk right now? No, to Bossa Nova music. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, not currently. Well, can you start again? Because I'm feeling yeah. it. So uh, we're sure. about, I think we're like halfway done right now with the contest, but still a lot of surfing left, you know. A lot of the future of surfing is insane. There's so many good surfers from all over the world. I'm making all kinds of new friends who hopefully I'll introduce you to someday, Todd. Um, Great, I can't wait to meet all of them. In other surf contest news, the Vans Pipe Masters is returning this year on December 8th. It's right around the corner, so the waiting period is from the 8th to the 20th. 50% of the field will consist of a mix of indigenous and non indigenous Hawaiian residents. We got world champs, pipe masters, Guinness world record holders, free surfers, aerialists, local specialists. Uh, you want to know about the format? Do you want to know what it's like this year? Yeah. So, situational priority, uh, four-person non-elimination leaderboard format. Uh, we got men, four men and four women will make it all the way to the final. So it's like nobody gets knocked out per se. But you add your waves to a leaderboard. So if it's a couple of days of competition, you know, you know, let's say Mason Ho's in the lead. He's got an eight and a nine, and you're in third place. Well, you need to get an eight and a ten. So everybody knows what they need to get. It's a little bit different than a normal, you know, WSL contest or ISA event. It's more of that leaderboard style kind of knockout bracket that it's going to be fun to watch. Not a lot of emphasis on errors. Remember they tried to say that last year is like you had to do an error if you wanted to win? Yeah. And nobody did an error? I think they kind of took that off the table. Do you think that's a good idea? Well, I mean, what if the, what if the waves are not conducive to doing errors? If exactly. these waves are just offering you hackable sections, then you can't, you can't really put a specification on there. You know what I'm saying? It's pipeline. You never know what you're going to get. You don't. Did you, you did you by any chance see freaking Kai Lenny on a 60-foot wave just go ahead and do a chop-up yeah. backflip? I think it's pretty funny. I mean, it's like it's – to me, it's it's kind of circusy. I mean, it's – I don't know, dude. I'm like – I'm kind of a purist of, of that kind of stuff. Like, I get it. It's like an evolution of a sport and Kai is just, you know, drumming to the beat of his own – drum or whatever <laughs> however that expression goes but i kind of i don't know it's just like you're not here for it i'm just it's there i'm not sure if i'm there for it it's kind of like it's kind of like sky hooks on a skateboard well it's what's toe in surfing and, and to me i feel like kai lenny has been hanging out with travis rice enough to where he's basically doing travis rice style things on giant waves yeah. And I think if you think of it in the context like that, right, it's like a different type of surfing. It's not quite toe surfing. It's not quite, uh, you know, like your, like you said, your pure kind of big wave surfing. It's something totally different and totally new. He was already doing it at Nazare, you know, doing giant chop hops, but now adding the flip element to it is pretty insane. I, I'm a fan of it. I think it's so wild and out of control that it just, 
it's just like I don't even know how it's possible. And then I just can't relate. I guess it's like I can't relate to that. Yeah, well, and that's coming from a snowboarder. You know, it's like I've always been like a weird purist of like of sports, whether it's skating or snowboarding or surfing or whatever. So it's like, yeah, it's cool, but it's kind of novelty. You know, I don't know. What do you think? And I, I'm not. I don't assume you know what Travis Rice is thinking. But what what do you think Travis Rice thinks of? that style of surfing because I know him and Kai kind of like go on trips and stuff together right they're homies yeah they're homies I mean it's obvious it's Travis is definitely the what it takes to get that dude excited is so far and beyond you know what the average Joe needs for excitement so it's like yeah like when you when you are so not intimidated by the size of ways that you're like chop hop backflipping because that's what it takes to get you excited like that is just a different style of human oh he's you know what i mean like it's just, it's just so different and i am i'm not that right you know and i i you know but but there are people out there like like rice that are you know that that's what they need you know riding a regular old sized mountain is boring <laughs> so you know we need to go and take it to the extremes. It's very extreme. And right after he did the the kind of side backflip thing on that wave, he got caught inside by another sixty footer, went straight over the falls. And knowing Kylan, he probably came up laughing. And it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be on his vlog for sure. Um, speaking of big waves, it's been big and crazy over the last week. Uh, Mavericks was going off. The outer reefs in Hawaii went quadruple XL. Nathan Florence is already saying that he's been more barreled this season than maybe the, the last decade, and that's saying a lot. So I think we're in for a wild ride this winter all over the world in terms of big waves. I, heard, I was reading um, some stuff that was talking about how big the swell was during the high tides and just the top of the, it was like washing into the top of the lifeguard towers. Oh, Dave Wassel. Yeah. Dave Wassel. Yeah. posted something about that. It was just, that's like unfathomable to me. Like how really big it was. Oh yeah. Scary. That's dangerous. That's scary. Um, I don't even know if I'm going to get to go to Hawaii this year, unless, unless they call the, uh, the Pe'ahi Jaws event on. I don't know. I hope I get to go. I want to go. I hope I get to go. Mm. It's weird being on a trip and then wanting to go on another trip already. Anyway, uh, I've been commentating with Barton Lynch all day today and all day yesterday. Um, And I talked to him a little bit about the Barton Lynch Pro Surfing video game. It's out now. Um, What do you have? What do you have? What console do you have right now? I have PS5 and I also have um, an Xbox. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to get them to send some. So here's what it's all about. It's a, like a simulation type game, and it's got a really cool cast of characters that you can surf as, including Clay Marzo, Felicity Palmatier, Nathan Florence, Mahina Maeda, Vahin Fierro, and more. And there's a career mode, customizable character. It's going to be super fun, and it looks to me it kind of it's like a mix between Kelly Slater's Pro Surf and the Transworld Surf video game. So I think it'll all be be all about like functionality, how it works. But I'm which, just which, assuming which it's one was your favorite? Transworld Surf by far. Yeah, but like, just remove yourself from it. Was was that your favorite? Definitely. 
Yeah, I think so too. Well, because we had the we we you know we we were obviously part of it, but it was just being able to kind of do Tony Hawk pro skater style tricks on a surfboard was the best. And then Did I thought, you just like keep it real. I don't like to keep it real in the in the world of video games. I want to be as weird and wild as possible. I want to do mm-hmm. weird shit on my surfboard in the video game world. So I, we'll see. I, I can follow that. I'm, get, I'm getting us. Uh, I'm getting us some copies of uh, the Barton Lynch Pro Surf video games soon. Maybe that'll be your Christmas present from me. Love that. A couple other little things happening here. QS 1000 at Sunset Beach. It's absolutely pumping. So the contest season is on in Hawaii. And some really sad news coming out of the North Shore community. Makani Alexander, uh, Kala Alexander's son, uh, recently passed away on the North Shore, and it's just. Super sad. I mean, you and I have kids. We know yeah. how horrible and traumatic that is. So uh, we're sending our thoughts out to Kala and the Alexander family. It's just a really, a really sad part of life that happens way too often. And uh, sending them love for sure. And in other surf news, uh, you know, I think all the all the big dogs are. Heading over to the North Shore, so we're going to be inundated with videos of people riding big, scary, gnarly waves and rookies practicing at Pipeline. So it's all starting to happen on the North Shore. Um, you can almost feel the rumble all the way here in Brazil, Todd. Um, yeah, you didn't have to say anything. <laughs> Snow News is brought to you by Mammoth Mountain. Mammoth Mountain is... A wonder of nature, a huge mountain with tons of terrain. Uh, I'm being told this year's park is insane and super fun for all levels. Uh, we had Gabe Taylor at the top of the show give us a review from the ground. And we'll I can't be, wait. Oh, we'll be keeping I had yeah. my most fun time at Mammoth last year, and I really can't wait to go ride some fun, some fun uh, non-consequential park. Perhaps. I can't wait. Um, Todd, you've been all over the bomb hole. And uh-huh. I'm totally fine with that. Bombhole just released uh, top 10 snowboard moments on the big screen. And they said, a.k.a. what your parents might think of when you're talking about snowboarding. Here's the list. I'm going to say it. You give me a reaction. Number one. Or let's go from 10. Uh, Sean White on late night television or morning news or something when he was talking about getting free drinks. Oh, the night getting Mountain Dews? See, honestly, I, I kind of feel like that's that's like number one pop culture reference. Yeah. Because that was like on the fly and I think that's, it was so good. Mountain Dew, like, baby. That, Mountain Dew, Mountain, baby. It's so good. <laughs> so quotable. Um, Sage Kotzenberg on Conan O'Brien. Wonderful. I think... Uh, <laughs> You know that was after Sage won in, in the Slopestyle in 2014. Sage was like the like the people's hero, you know. Yeah. Zero media training. <laughs> just like how just how we like him, and I didn't exactly. know that this young man was in the movie Out Cold. Devin Walsh. Yeah, he did a lot of stunts. Okay. All right. And then he did like the board. I don't know if you remember. Like I think he like did like a board slide on the bar and like knocked all the no backside lip slide on the outdoor deck. And like knocked everyone's beers off during the um, final climactic uh, scene. <laughs> Perfect. I remember that. Uh, the Office has a couple of appearances of snowboarding. Do you remember those? Yeah, you know it's it's funny because I don't I didn't really register. I've seen every 
um, every episode of The Office like six times, and I for some reason I didn't even remember any of that stuff. Yeah, I, I I can't I couldn't quite place it either. This one to me is very underrated. I feel like this should be closer to number one. Todd Richards with a star oh, turn in Out Cold. Come on, why isn't that number one? This is bullshit, bomb hole. I, hey, I'm just as God made me. <laughs> You're godlike. I think that you know it is Out Cold. T- I, a lot of people celebrate the start of the season without cold, and I figure you know if if there's one piece of legacy that I've left on snowboarding it's that i'm the guy in the wheelchair in the out cold movie no i'm just really lazy i'm just really lazy guy um nils mindich midnich in cloud nine what's cloud nine uh i think it was like another like kind of like a i don't know like a fun fun feel good like like self-empowerment kids movie like nickelodeon i think it was like about um this girl who gets like I think Cloud Nine was like the name of a trick or something. Okay, I'm gonna have to look I don't know. that one like, up. It was supposed to be good, but Nils uh, he body doubled for um, the female cast members the whole time or something like that. Okay, uh, Jack the Chimp from Most Extreme Primate. Yeah, do you think that do you think monkeys like snowboarding? Um, they seem to like skateboarding, so I, I don't yeah. But do they really like it? I think. Like, well, animals like – I think if an animal gravitates to, toward a skateboard, you know, like a bulldog, for example. Bulldogs seem to love skateboarding, so I don't see I why – I don't think they really like it. Well, why are they smiling? Why are they smiling when they're riding them? board sports. I really don't. Like what is in board sports for an animal? Like what do they get out of? That's an underrated quote. That should be a t-shirt. I don't think any animals like board sports. Todd Richards. <laughs> Harold and Coop. What do they get out of it? Like they're, they're cool. fun. They get fun out of it. That's animals don't have fun doing that. Animals have fun licking their buttholes. <laughs> That's the back of the shirt. What was uh, what was the snowboarding premise in Harold and Kumar? Oh, some dude. Uh, I think it was Kumar. Like said to somebody, "Why don't you go jerk off to some snowboarding videos or something?" Okay, that's pretty funny. It's really funny. Sean White in Friends with Benefits. Yeah, I don't. I didn't see that movie, but I don't. I don't remember uh, like uh, even caring. But I, that's. I don't know. I saw Sean White uh, do an, so. The Las Vegas F one race was like a total overblown rah 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 USA just freaking blowout. But I yeah. did see. I saw Kai Lenny in the background of one shot, and it almost looked like he was kind of waiting for the weird English like presenter guy to like interview him, but the guy didn't know who Kai was. But then the guy did find Sean White, and the guy's interview style—I can't remember his name—but he's one of those like um, kind of brash, like flamboyant. No, I know, I know exactly yeah. who you're talking about. He's the one that's—he's the controversial, yes. the controversial interviewer guy. Oh my god, it was so awkward. But Sean was great, you know, a quick little interview, and the guy was just like, one question, and, and as he's asking the question, he's already looking around for someone more famous. Right. Pretty funny. Um, and then I see The Office again, which I don't know. Anyway, that was a, I like that list. That's a fun list. Uh, some of hey, your, I have some news. Can I have some news? You can have some news, please. Do some So do I got work. an advanced copy of Eric Blem's new novel. Um, it's about the story of Craig Kelly's life. It's called The Darkest White. Ooh. Um, I, 
I believe it comes out. Uh, I have an advanced copy. It's an, it's non corrected. Like there's spelling errors and stuff in there. Like advanced for advanced readers. Um, pretty soon, but dude, I'm I'm like 150 pages in, and it's it's good. It's really good. And it's you know this is this is someone that I grew up idolizing, and then um, actually had the the fortune to go snowboarding with and be around and witness Craig in like his heyday of competition. Epic. You know, and the legend of Craig Kelly on full display in front of me. And I think it's, the book is really cool. And I, you know, it's, it's, if you grew up in that era, it's very near and dear to your hearts. And then, you know, I, I just, I feel like, I feel like it's a must read for anyone that, really wants to kind of take a peek inside of what snowboarding really was in the early days and then in through the nineties and then ultimately up until, um, Craig's, uh, Craig's death, his complete freak accident death in the back country of BC. It's, it's just, it's really, really good so far. And Eric Blem, I mean, his, his books, are always so just well researched, detailed, and entertaining. So yeah. I'm excited. I know you got a copy for me too. I'm just impressed that that, that you know how to read. I thought well, you were a you know. It's you know I only guy. I read every other word, but oh, pretty okay. much I'm getting the gist of it. Some of your friends have just been inducted into the United States Ski and Snowboard Hall of Fame. We're talking about legends here: Shannon Dunn, Terry Kidwell, and Tina Basich. I mean. Bassett. That was last year, dude. Well, I have it on my thing. Well, the, your thing is wrong because there's more people getting inducted this year. I think it's like Jeff Brushy. Um, I think we reported on this a month ago. <laughs> yeah, we probably did. I'm in just, Brazil. You know, the facts are different down here, Todd. Are they different? Yeah. What's, what is the most different thing about Brazil? Um, the bathing suits. Do the men wear really revealing bathing suits too? Men wear general, well, either surf trunks or kind of like speedos. The I haven't seen any men in thongs yet, but all the women, all the women that I've seen are in very small bikinis, and um, it's you know what's interesting to me is that it seems like every girl that I've seen, and this is from like a teenager all the way up to a grandma, they all have tattoos. Really? All like tattoos everywhere. Tattoos. See, that's. I've, I've been kind of talking to my. I don't have any tattoos. I'm not. I'm not passing any judgment on what tattoos. You know, I don't give a shit. Really, I just don't like needles. But like, do you think at some point, like the people that don't have the tattoos are going to be the cool people? Um. Uh, no. I think they might be, dude. Like, if you're just plain. Well, I've seen you with your shirt off. Like what happens if also some, like skin becomes like a commodity, right? And like you can like sell your skin. Ooh, now you're onto something. Your skin, your skin, your skin looks like rice paper, though. Nobody's gonna want that. My skin isn't like rice paper. My skin's like fucking good stuff. Well, that's yet to be determined. I've seen you with your shirt off. Um, we've got to move on. Liquid, Death, and Burton have teamed up to make a snowboard called the Death Trap. Have you seen it? No, but that's not really the best name. It's like sh it's shaped like a coffin. 
and nobody can really ride think it. That's a deep, like, do you think that's like, that's bad karma, dude? Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I don't. That's not news that affects me. Uh, this is this kind of affects me. So, I'm staying in the same hotel as Team Italy, the surf team, mm-hmm. and talked to them a little bit. And I just watched uh, a guy from Italy named Ian Mattioli, who did a flawless frontside 2160, and. I'm like you, you know me, I'm not like Mr. Spin to win, fling it and wing it kind of guy, but for some reason, this one was different. This one was really? like, kind of styled out and landed so perfect. Dude, I, I mean, yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm all for rewarding the technicality and the ultimate uh, dedication it takes to whip yourself around six times. Like, I think that's... It's fairly incredible that that's where we're at, but at the same time, like, no one wants to fucking do that. It's not like you you're, you feel like you're gonna fucking die. Like if you don't pull it, like you're just you're blown. <laughs> you're gonna explode. You're blown. Sorry, I had to get so up and turn I'm the just on. like I don't know. I, I feel like you know is is that is. You know, it just like evolution for the sake of evolution. Like, is that good? Like, if we had like six tits, is that just like, you know, it's kind of like the same thing. Well, after after the first two, it just gets confusing. Yeah, it was. It's a feat, and he's the only one that's ever done it. So, it's a crowd. No, it's incredible, it's and it's going to be the, the new the, the new thing. Yeah. Um, what did you guys talk about at the bombhole roundtable? We talked about the um, Peace Park and the future of Peace Park and myself, um, Danny Davis and Red Gerard all got together and we kind of just talked about like what's, you know, the Peace Park edits that are coming out and they're, that are living on YouTube and then just what, what the future of Peace Park is. And we talked about this last week when I was sick, dude. You're so sick. Are you still sick? I'm, I feel better. Good. Um, all right. Well, do I need to listen to it? Are you funny in it? It's pretty funny. Okay, I'll listen to it. Yeah. Any other funny. snow news you'd like to talk about? Uh, nothing of consequence. There's a couple contests coming up um, the third week of December or second week of December, and those will be uh, there's a big air and a half pipe competition from Copper Mountain, Colorado that I'll be going to commentate. So if you're into competitive snowboarding, that'll be happening. Um, and if you're not, well, just pray for snow because we need it. We need this jet stream to dip. Yeah. Well, we'll see you at Mammoth. It's on. See you at Mammoth. Uh, that hey, was snow news. Skateboard news because I got I, I have some. Okay, I got some skateboard news, but why don't you go first? Uh, Mason Silva is um, reinforcing uh, his his stock with me. Like he is the stuff that he's been putting out. He did put out this clip the other day of him doing uh, an alley oop ollie over uh, stair set. Did you see that? Two rails. Yeah, that's just it's unreal. Like Mason Silva's got such good style. It's so like his trick selection is very unique. And I think it's awesome. Also, I saw on Instagram the other day another WTF moment. A guy does a backside 360 over the spine with a finger flip, at a, like a late finger flip. Did you see that? 
Oh my god. Skateboarding is I put it on my Instagram. He goes backside three sixty over the spine. Just when you think it's over, he finger flips the very last second. So that's where we're at now, folks. Yeah. Well it is uh it's Sodi season. Thrasher Skater of the Year is probably gonna be announced pretty soon. I watched a clip from the YouTube channel Dumb Data that did a pretty good breakdown of what's happening. Um Here's who we think might be in the running. Rob Pace, Leo Romero, Curran Caples, Ryan Sheckler, Mason Silva, Tom Knox, Pedro Delfino, just to name a few. And it's uh, it's it's happening. It's Sodi season. Good luck to you, Mike Burnett. This is when his he's got the hardest job in the world. Um you're call are you are you thinking Mason Silva is is Sodi this year? I you know, I for, he's my personal Sodi. Okay. I think that there's a, there's a lot of stiff competition for him, though. There is there's just so much happening. It just seems like you know this is when we're going to start getting a whole bunch of edits that are starting to drop fast and furious. So I would love for you if you saw Mason Silva out somewhere in public. If you went up to him and you, and you said very quietly, like whispered in his ear, and said, "You're my personal Sody Mason." <laughs> Oh, last weekend, the OG Bones Brigade crew, Stacy Peralta, Tony Hawk, McGill, Rodney Mullen, Cab, Lance Mountain, Guerrero, George Powell, they got together for an incredible event called the Bones the Bones Brigade Experience, or the BBE. Um, I was out of town, or else I would have loved to go and fan out. You know, there's a, there's a, a certain type of adult that loves to go to these Bones Brigade meetups and these autograph things, and I think it's super rad. I love that people aren't people aren't afraid to just be a fan, and who better to be a fan of than the Bones Brigade? True, I think it's pretty rad. Um, yeah, and it was like you know our our friend Robbie was he helped out, and you know just it, just hearing how gracious and how accommodating every single one of those guys was to the fans that showed up you know spending time with everybody and really giving people their money's worth with this like once in a lifetime experience you know i, I think it's it's really really cool and uh and hopefully you know there'll be more of this kind of thing because i think it definitely has legs because there's a lot of people that are super fans and you don't oftentimes get to be up close and personal and ask mike mcgill about you know, what was it like the day you landed the first McTwist on U.S. soil after landing it in Sweden? You know what I mean? Like, that kind of stuff. It's, it's funny because these visceral memories you have of skateboarding, like the pictures that you have on your wall or, like, seeing stuff in Transworld with no video attached to it and you just see these people in the air and you have to imagine how they got that way. Like, that stuff is so burned into a lot of people's psyche. And yeah. I think that it's, you know, getting a chance to to meet the people that have, like, you know, changed the trajectory of people's lives. Like, the Bones Brigade straight up changed the trajectory of my life. Like, when I saw um, the Bones Brigade video show, like, the very the first Powell video, changed my life. Like, 100%. completely changed my life. 100%. So, it's like, these, these people are, like, they are... They're superheroes. They're in a lot of people's, you know, evolution. They're superheroes and they're still ripping. Yeah. 
Um, speaking of ripping, the Thrasher Vacation Canada was an epic video, and I gotta add TJ Rogers in the conversation for Sodi. He is a cancer survivor. He's put out like 17 amazing video parts in the last two years. He just rules. TJ's awesome. Put, put him on that list, and then what else we got? Oh, Chris Gregson. Oh my god. Did you watch the Chris Gregson part? Yeah, like it's, I think people forget that Gregson is pro for Blood Wizard and for good reason. His you know, he's, stuff he, is crazy. He's been in there in the game for a while. And he's so good. And the best, and he's the best uh, follow cam filmer there is. Uh, bar, bar none. What else we got here? Oh, we got the SLS Sao Paulo Brazil Super Crown. That's all the big dogs: Nyjah, Raisa, Chloe Cavell, Yuto. That's going to be December second through the third. I just talked to Andrew Cannon. He's coming down to Brazil, where I live, for that. Um, I also saw that you can, if you want to go be a part of the Olympics in Paris, that you can buy tickets for the skateboarding events now. And they're probably going to sell out. So if, uh, if that's on your bucket list, go for it. Um, I had a great meeting today over Zoom. I am going to Tokyo to be part of the Red Bull broadcast of the World Skate Event going down there. I'll be with our favorite lady, the Alex White. And when is that? That's uh, early December. Interesting. We can talk about that more as it comes up. Um, hey, check this out. In unrelated skateboard construction news, did you see... Okay, so Bucky Lassick has been... You know, he's, he's a super car nerd, right? And he's... You know, very familiar with the different composites that people use to make automobiles lightweight and responsive, i.e. carbon fiber. So did you see his, he had a skateboard made out oh, of carbon fiber? Oh, I saw fiber. that. And I'm just, like, it's, it's very interesting that the, you know, the really, skateboard technology, like construction technology hasn't changed for a very long time. You know what I mean? Like, it really hasn't changed all that much. I mean, there was, like, Bonite, which was just a flop. And then there was some, like, Santa Cruz boards that were made of, like, some kind of weird composite bullshit back in the day that were, like, like the ultralight skateboards. And, you know, there's really hasn't been any kind of a push to change things up. And, I mean, obviously, I think a lot of people, the purists, will argue that there's no reason to uh, fix fix something that ain't broke but bucky is trying to change the game here and have a super super light skateboard under his feet so he can do weird shit but i just wonder like is like a surfboard or like a snowboard can a snowboard can a skateboard become too light oh i don't know but i remember really wanting one of those um powell bonite boards when i was a kid they exploded that was that was a horrible time in skateboarding well, I, I wanted, just delaminate. I wanted one. Um, we got some questions, Todd. All right, let's do the questions. An international question answering session. All right, so uh, this is a more of a comment, but this was Jamin Osei says he's listening to the podcast in Spokane, Washington. That's pretty cool. Uh, we got Benjamin Moen. That's Young and Jen. Uh, Long Beach, your thoughts on starting to hit the steel boxes as well as large features past 40. Is it worth getting broken off, Todd? 
Well, I think that you need to stay within your comfort level. Like in, I mean, I wouldn't look at it in terms of, is it worth getting broken off? You just, you know, are you, are you managing your risk versus reward? Like, is it like, can you have fun? You just have baby steps, man. Yeah. Like just, you don't need to throw yourself onto some obstacle. Um, you know, because you think there's plenty of different ways to approach boxes and and rails. I say hell no. (laughs) I'm fine with slashing. I don't need to hit a rail. Uh, Mike Nelson has a question. Mike Nelson says, uh, would you rather only be able to watch Kai Neville films and nothing else for the next five years or only Thomas Campbell films and why? I'll go first. I love Kai Neville fil- films, but I love, love Thomas Campbell films. They give me a good feeling inside. So I'm going Thomas Campbell films. I will uh, I will say... Thomas Campbell too. Although didn't Kai Neville just drop a new surf movie? Like just drop one. Oh god, I gotta find it. I'm in I live in Brazil. I don't know about this stuff. Um How's Jack- your Portuguese, by the way? Uh Becky Bubb says, I have a question for Todd. I must have missed Becky Bubbs. I must have missed something, but what happened to Stony Buds on the bomb hole. I saw he has his own podcast, but when did that happen and where's the beef? Well, Becky Bubs, I think that is a question more along the lines uh, for the bomb hole and for Chris Grenier to answer in his own due time. I know that there was um, a parting of the ways there, and that's all I'm going to say. You can sniff around and get some more information, but I ain't going to be one to gossip. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a good hard hitting question. That's like I, I was. I read that and I was. I. My mind went to Stony McBlaze. And I don't know what he's been up to lately. So, who cares? Hey, I have a, I have one for you here. This is from Tim Johnson. Okay, hi Tim. Tim says, with so much turbulence with some of the big brands and ABG Allied Brands Group, are we now entering the Renaissance period? It seems to be already happening with skate hard goods. Are there more garage grassroots brands that are going to start to fill the void? more athlete-owned and operated brands to come, question mark. I think, you know, Allied Brands Group right now is, there's a lot of ripples that are happening because of their acquisition of board riders and trying to figure out what that means for uh, everyone that's on Quicksilver, DC, Roxy, Ruka, Von Zipper, you know, all these different brands that fall under their umbrella. You know, it's... It's interesting because it's hard to start a a small brand, a garage, a grassroots brand these days, and it, and you know it's it's great to see athletes behind those and and trying to start them, but it's it ain't no it's no joke right now in in this wonderful world of commerce of action sports. It's it's hard to get things going. Period. Okay. So if you can, freaking awesome, I'll support it, but. I'm also looking at the brands that are employing the people that have been in it forever. I think that's just as good. Okay. You know, if you get the right people upstairs, that works. Fair enough. Um, we got a question from John Robinson. Is there a mass discount for the pedal electric? Well, you're in luck. The pedal electric bikes are on sale right now. Um, you don't even Is need it Black to Tuesday? Something like that. Mike Marciano says, why isn't Shane Borland more well-known? 
Um, it's a really good question because he's a really good skater. Oh, he says also he's says, also a really good surfer. Yeah, I I mean, like, why isn't he more well known? I think he's pretty well known with the core people who know know, but I think he should be more well known for all of that stuff you just said. Uh, also, Mike Marciano wants to know, okay. Why is he not more well-known? Probably because he doesn't um, really do contests, and it seems like contests are a pretty big deal to the mainstream, I guess. Um, that's my honest answer, but I think Shane Borland should be very well-known. Uh, Mike also wants to know, why do pro surfers smell normal now? What happened to the era of Martin Potter, Kong, Davo, Davo and Harry Backs? Is Mike saying this because he has the hairy back and he feels like there's not a lot of people with hairy backs anymore, so he feels shunned? I think he wants to bring the hairy backs back, maybe. How, sure. how hairy does your back have to be to be considered, I have a hairy back? Um, like, it looks like you're wearing a, uh, like a, a, a black, um, like a, a, yeah, a turtleneck. It looks like you you're wearing a, a shirt when you're not. No, I don't have, I don't have any hair on my back. Oh, me neither. I'm hairless. I'm, I'm like a Ken doll. Um, I've been sitting next to Barton Lynch, though, Mike, and he's got plenty of hair for all of us. Huge beard. He's classic. Uh, this is a question from Robert. This is uh, Professor Praz. We know this homie. He says, what are your thoughts on the Icon Pass? I'm finding that prices for accommodations at Icon Resorts have gone up astronomically. I cannot afford... $500 a night for a one bedroom and my for my family and live in North County and the best resorts that we can drive to are all on Icon Pass. Love you again and loved you on the bomb hole, Todd. <coughs> Airbnb. Thanks. Um go to Mammoth. They're I think everyone should go to Mammoth. They're a sponsor of our podcast and they're awesome. Uh you know, I think it's Shit, I don't I don't have an icon pass, so I don't really know like what they do other than make places crowded, I guess. Well, I think it's you know, it's there's it's the the give and take of the icon pass is it's definitely making like snowboarding more affordable for people. But the flip side of that is on the weekends it just makes it so that everyone and their grandmother is on the hill and it's not the easiest uh, to be up there. If you can have an icon pass and you can go on a weekday, I think that's that's the best case scenario. Yeah. I just say be selfish and leave leave your family at home and go by yourself. <laughs> right. Make sure your whole family knows how to snowboard and then take them on weekdays. Um, take your kids out of school. It's not like they're learning anything at school anymore anyways. Well, he's a teacher. Well, whatever. It's not like he's teaching them anything. <laughs> he's teaching them how to snowboard. John Veter says, opening day at Whistler was last Thursday. Uh, with some bony mid-mountain conditions. Alpine is open to hike, a few deep pockets, uh, but he said there's a lot of Jerry's <laughs> doing speed laps, so it's terrifying. Also said, ran into his neighbor, Mikey Cicerelli, and <clears throat> Mikey is a fan of the mass and wants to know if we'd like him to do a little Mikey Cicerelli interview. I'm down for that. Of course. Of course we would like that. Uh, let's just do two more questions. Hanali says... Um. Oh man, I I I lost it. There it. Where did it go? Uh, Honolulu says, "Dude, this is like international stuff right here." Going back Jeez. to going back to the discussion on world records and NBDs. Um, if they didn't make a clean landing, 
And she's calling out Tony Hawk's 900. Was that a clean enough landing to count? He did roll. He stayed on his feet. I will give that. And I think Tony landed one with no hands down later. I think that was like, that was the first one that that anyone had ever rolled away from. It wasn't technically, I mean, he didn't land it as clean as he wanted to. But he landed it. He landed it. Yeah. You know? Great question, though. I mean, that was good. That's, I mean, but that's not like getting, like landing on your back. Like he didn't land on his back. He kind of put his hand down and kind of jet skied out of it a little bit. They call that a baker maker. That happens in the streets, mm. too. Um, here's a question from Devin Curran. He's reacting to the photo that I put up of me sleeping on the ground in the commentary booth. Did you actually get any sleep on that floor? I actually am able to take naps throughout the day when I'm commentating. I just like put my headphones on and literally sleep for 20 minutes at a time. Totally works. Totally it does works. work. And if you once you get conditioned yourself to be able to sleep, once you go horizontal, you just throw a shirt over your head and you just yep. You can you can you can saw the logs. Last question, Todd. You're gonna love this one. What smells worse? <laughs> uh, this is from Matt Allen. What smells worse, airplane farts or lift line farts? Airplane farts for sure because you get what is known as alta poops where the you fly up and the pressure gets more intense and it pushes the fart out of you. Well, that, that's also what he follows up with. Must be something about the altitude that messes with people's stomachs. So, yeah, on, on ski resorts when you're in the altitude – your farts are going to be extra smelly. That, is that really how Anyone that reaches up oh. mid-flight to turn their vent on has just blown ass. Yeah. Fact. Fact. Fact of the matter. All right. Well, I think that's about it. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. If you've got this far, sorry if it sounds like shit. We truly are an international podcast. Well, it's not like it's going to sound any better when you come back. No, it's going to sound the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm never coming back. I live here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When when are you kind of coming back? I don't want to say because what if the bling ring goes to rob my house when I'm gone? Who's going <laughs> to the bling ring? I'm coming back tomorrow or December 2nd. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Enjoy the rest of your time there. Hopefully, we'll have a Monday mass in person before the holiday. On a Monday, you think? Maybe. it's up. That's up to you. It's up to Brazil. We'll see. All right. Obrigado. Boa noite. Obrigado.